0: My name's Will DeFries, and this is a Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. I showed up to the airport around the time I normally showed up to the airport. I'm not one of those people that can waltz into the airport, breeze through security, and walk right onto the plane. In fact, I need my time. Not an overabundance of time, but time nonetheless account for any long lines checking bags or at security, grab a coffee or a beer if I'm uh, traveling in the afternoon, and maybe even a magazine from Hudson News. But this particular day, just about a week ago, I was reminded of what airports felt like before we all stopped traveling for a year. The place was bursting at the seams. Even the TSA pre-check line gave me more anxiety than I'd like to admit. Thankfully, I was carrying on, which meant I could avoid tagging my bag and getting cut by people in first class as I stood in line. But as I stood waiting for the TSA agent to check my ID, I had the realization. I needed to start taking travel as serious as I took it in 2019. So these, my friends, are the 10 commandments of going on vacation. Number one, thou shall not mentally go on vacation too early. And by go on vacation too early, I mean not to get ahead of yourself. Too many Thursday nights have I turned my brain off and gone out because I'm already on vacation. Waking up hungover on the day you're supposed to be loving life is more of a curse than a gift, though it isn't insurmountable. Too many weeks have I ignored emails or delayed projects for when I return home, and too many Mondays have I cursed myself out for my pre-vacation laziness. Make your list of responsibilities and accomplish all of them before skipping town. Or, you know, just most of them. Number two. Thou shalt pack the night before, not the morning of. Packing in and of itself quite likely deserves its own list of commandments, but for my money, the number one rule is to not frantically pack before heading out that morning. At the risk of hearing about this later, my wife is a notorious morning of packer, which has caused both of us more stress than I'm allowed to admit. Or actually, I may just be the one stressed out, but that's neither really here nor there, because I think she's pretty okay with her habits in this point. But for my money, the peace of mind is worth it when you leave your open suitcase on the kitchen island packed to the gills and you can wake up the next morning, you only really have a few responsibilities. Shower, get your toiletries together, toss them in, and zip it up, and then call the Uber. With excitement brewing, you need all the sleep that you can get, and enjoy it rather than waking up 45 minutes earlier than you already want to. Number three, thou shalt underpack and overwear. I like to tell my wife that my suitcase weighs more than hers because my clothes are simply heavier. This, however, is probably not the case. If I had a travel journal, it would be called Confessions of an Overpacker. T-shirts, I pack two per day. Pants, one per day. Shorts, enough that I can sweat in some on the golf course but still have some remaining for dinner. And I'd continue, but I think you get the picture at this point. You don't need three black t-shirts when you go on vacation. You don't need a swimsuit for every day at the pool. And you certainly don't need more than two pairs of pants for literally any trip that's not work-related. Sure, your clothes may start to smell a bit, but no one actually cares because that t-shirt should be on the ground next to your beach chair instead of you know, on your body when people are around you anyway. Number 4. Remember Thy Luxuries The holy trinity of any suitcase has nothing to do with clothes or toiletries. No, 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 it's much more simple than that. It's sunscreen, Advil, and cash. Of course, these are all things you can acquire while actually on vacation, but those pit stops to Walgreens on the way to the hotel? Those kill the vibe faster than a delayed first flight. Getting cash out of an ATM in Vegas? Yeah, I'm sure that won't come with some hefty fees. And that sunscreen you're about to buy at the resort? Have fun stomaching that $24 room charge come Sunday morning. A lot of Walgreens are open 24 hours, so make the most of it before you go on vacation. Your Uber driver and your wallet will thank you. Number five, call thy bank. Another that falls into the mantra of proper preparation prevents poor performance. And as someone who recently tried taking money out of an ATM in Las Vegas, I had the excitement of losing money at a blackjack table get completely stifled when I found myself on the phone with Chase explaining to them that, yes, I am in Las Vegas, and yes, I would like that $300 out of my account. Everyone knows American Express will make this easy on you, but I'd skew in the better-safe-than-sorry territory before you get locked out of your account for good. Number six, make thy reservations early and often. For too much of my life, when it came to vacations, I flew by the seat of my pants. I'd touch down in a foreign place, breathe in the fresh air, and see where the day took me. Unfortunately, this bit me in the ass too many times before I had to stop living that way. I couldn't continue any longer. And the one thing I've learned is that reservations are far easier to cancel than they are to make at the last minute. Download the OpenTable app weeks ahead of time, find restaurants with desirable openings for your number of people, and make a reservation for every single night of the trip. Unless you're with a big group, I promise. You won't lose out on any deposits or anything, and at the risk of sounding trash, I will also admit this. You're probably not heading back on vacation there anytime soon, so even missing a dinner without canceling isn't the end of the world. Again, it is a trash move, but not the end of the world. Number 7. Turn off thy email Is ignorance always bliss? Well, no. But when it comes to work when you're supposed to be playing, I think we can all admit that it's best left at home. Traditionally, I've never been much of an out-of-office message guy when it comes to email. I find them largely unnecessary, annoying to colleagues, and honestly somewhat of a flex on everyone depending on how you do the phrasing. Barring working at a fast-paced job, I'd suggest just letting the emails pile up in your inbox. If your coworkers don't already know why you aren't responding, that's kind of their problem. Just schedule a meeting for Monday if they get bent out of shape and you can smooth things over, even though they're going to be jealous of your tan the entire time. Number 8 set thy alarms but not just for waking up of course that alarm to catch an early flight is pivotal but those aren't the alarms that i'm talking about too many times that i leave my apartment and forget to turn off my nest thermostat to eco mode and even more times if i return to my apartment that's too hot or too cold because i forgot to turn it off eco mode before returning home if you're anything like me the days seem to bleed into each other when i'm off the grid and out of town if you've got something you need to remember an important game a friend's birthday literally just anything Set a reminder and guarantee that you don't forget after four mid-afternoon frozen drinks. Your conscience will thank you. Number nine, thou shall clean thy place prior to leaving. Cleanliness is close to godliness. Anyone who had a stickler of a mom knows that to be true, and this is even more true when it comes to returning home on vacation. I've discussed this trademark move on the podcast before, but it's definitely worth reiterating as it's probably one of the most important ones on here. Prior to leaving, make sure everything is in order. No laundry sitting in the dryer, no dirty dishes in the sink or dishwasher, no unmade bed covers or dirty sheets. When you get home from a few days out of town and everything feels like room service took care of it, you will thank yourself. And a pro move here, schedule some cleaning people to do a once over while you're gone. And you can thank me for that later. And number 10, thou shall not go too hard on the first day. Ah you're finally off the plane, you can stretch those legs, grab that carry-on from the overhead bin, Force your way into getting your bag at baggage claim, and call the Uber that will definitely take you to your final destination. You're about to be home for the week and anything goes. Just remind yourself this one thing. You don't want your tank to be on empty come day two. Those frozen drinks you've been craving for months are full of hangover-inducing sugar. Your travel schedule didn't allow for breakfast or lunch, so make sure to grab something by the pool to eat as a base, and do whatever you can to ensure that you aren't going to spend your refresh time as recovery time. But if you start pounding Miami vices on an empty stomach while forgetting to put on sunscreen, I don't really think anyone's going to blame you. Who hasn't been there? You're standing in the wine aisle, staring at the shelves. Do you want a California red? Maybe one from Oregon? Maybe something organic. Or maybe just one with a really nice label. I don't know if you're anything like me, but going to the grocery store and trying to find a bottle of wine that isn't your traditional bottle of wine that you always buy, it can be a little stressful, overwhelming, and just all-out confusing. But thankfully... There's First Leaf, a better way to discover wine at a fraction of the price that you'll find in store. First Leaf is a fully customizable wine club that sends curated boxes of wine that are perfect for you. And they have more award winning wine than anyone else. With First Leaf, there's no guesswork, no misguided recommendations from an employee who doesn't know what you like, and no frustration on your part. Each wine shipment is entirely customized to your unique palette and preferences. And unlike big box wine memberships, First Leaf uses a one of a kind algorithm and your feedback to curate future wine recommendations the more wines you taste and review the better your shipments get i myself i like a good red wine whether it's a light one a heavier one and they have a rating system and each box is improved based on this and i've gotten to the point where my boxes that i receive they really don't have any white wines in them even though i know first leaf does have good ones but i can always guarantee that these wines will be finished at the end of the month because i definitely like them First Leaf works directly with the world's best winemakers, not only to give you the best wines available, but also to pass the savings on to you, saving you up to sixty percent. My experience with First Leaf has obviously been phenomenal. I love these Oregon red wines, and I love everything else that they've offered for me. Save time, money, and stress with First Leaf, the wine club designed with you in mind. Join today, and you'll get six bottles of wine for twenty nine ninety five and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com/scaries. That's six bottles of wine for twenty nine ninety five and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash scaries. With summer upon us, I thought I'd be remiss to not revisit a classic Sunday Scaries column about how to get your body summer ready when you're out of time to work out. It's easy to fall into a hole, One second, you're in shambles at brunch because you realize it's Labor Day and summer's officially over, and the next thing you know, you're pulling swimsuits and visors out of your closet, hit the lake for Memorial Day, only to realize you spent the entire winter slugging down beers and lethargically eating pizza on your couch every single Sunday. Fear not, though. Sure, there are no quick fixes in life, and I'm not here to tell you to get that six-pack or encourage you to cut out carbs. Club sandwiches are simply too delicious for that nonsense, and I'm here to maximize what you're currently working with while also allowing you to be your sloppiest self. I get it, you want to be sitting at a pool in late spring or early summer rocking a completely unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt with sea creatures all over it. Or maybe you just purchased some new Patagonia baggies that you convinced yourself you'd fit into after running 10 miles a week at the gym, only to realize that you're still behind the eight ball and your waistline is only getting wider. This my friends is how to get your body summer ready without having to lift a finger. The first, get dehydrated. While hungover, your body goes through two phases, dehydrated and then puffy. To cure said hangover, you often have to hydrate, which in return makes you puffy. At this point, you need to accept that you're going to be hungover for the entirety of the summer, and that went without saying, I think. Unfortunately, you can't combat a hangover with Pedialyte and Gatorade because you needed to look like you're borderline passing out at all times. You know how skinny you feel when you wake up in the morning and you haven't put anything in your body? Well, welcome to summer. Our next point is a little acronym I like to call ABY. Always be yachting. Step one of yachting is to make sure you use yacht as a verb because one, it makes people think you're not on a pontoon boat even though you are, and two, it just makes you sound more luxurious than you actually are. Step two of yachting is pretty simple as well. You put everyone's phones in a plastic bag in a safe place on the boat. And what happens when everyone's phones are neatly tucked away? No one can post an unsightly photo of you from a bad angle that reveals your worst sides. If you look presentable on social media, you've pretty much already got it made. How many people do you actually interact with on a daily basis? Like six, maybe seven? If you've slowly put on some pounds, chances are they haven't even realized it. It's like watching a puppy grow up. You don't realize they're full grown until they're too big to sit on your lap, but you just didn't notice because you see them every single day. But in this case it's with your stomach that took down somewhere between a thousand and a million microbrews throughout the colder months. Our next point is minimal buttons. The fewer buttons you have done on your linen shirt, the better. I'm not saying leave it completely unbuttoned. I'm more talking in the vein of Leo and Wolf of Wall Street at the pool party. If people can still see your waistline, you're already losing. With just a few bottom buttons fastened, you can create a loose oversized look that leaves your body in no man's land. And no man's land is exactly where you want to be when you're a little bit overweight like me. When you buy a shirt one size too large and start leaving it undone, you're leaving everything to the imagination. Looking a little big in that group shot uh, must have just been a gust of wind billowing your shirt out. It's a win-win for everybody. Our next one, retro-inspired swimsuits only. I shouldn't have to say this for probably a million reasons, but sprint into your walk-in closet, open your drawer that contains your swimsuit collection, and throw away all of your board shorts. Board shorts are public enemy number one of beer bellies, causing more spillage than rogue waves hitting your pontoon boat that's filled to capacity. You need to replace every banded swimsuit with elastic waistbands and or tailored waistlines. I'm talking Dickie from Talented Mr. Ripley type stuff. There's no give when it comes to the band on a pair of board shorts, so the second you take down a few pops, you're all of a sudden just spilling over the velcro and rope holding your body in. Meanwhile, the long inseam on a pair of board shorts make your legs look stubby and small. The shorter the inseam, the longer and leaner that you appear. We also have tanning oil, tanning oil, tanning oil, tanning oil. I'm saying it a million times because it's the best. Sometimes I spritz a little tanning oil onto myself before hitting the office just so people think I just got back from vacation. It mixes well with my theory that running my oil-covered hand through my hair promotes a little blondness, thus creating a sun-kissed Zach Morris look that the everyone lusts for, and the theory, this kind of theory remains a little unproven, but hey, I like it. But like they always say, a little banana boat goes a long way. But like I always say, douse yourself in so much banana boat that innocent onlookers are blinded by the sun's reflection on your chest. If they have to shield their eyes while in casual conversation with you, there's no way they'll be able to see the increasing amount of stretch marks that you developed by letting yourself go during last football season. But our final point is that if you can't tone it, tan it, the best pickup line is bronze skin that smells like coconuts. And if you don't believe me, just ask Captain Ron. When you're getting ready to go on a boat this summer and you're walking the aisles of the grocery store, quit with the confusion about which hard seltzer to get. A lot of these hard seltzers are pretty much the exact same with just a little different flavoring, but the option with something extra makes your choice easier. As the first hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy brings something unique and delicious to the table. I love Vizzy and you need to go grab yourself a drink that can do both with Vizzy hard seltzer. Vizzy is the first hard seltzer created with antioxidant vitamin C. It's extracted from acerola cherry, a super fruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. There are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with eight bold flavors and delicious dual fruit flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a lot easier and a lot tastier. They have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, and even new flavors like blackberry lemon, raspberry tangerine, papaya passion fruit. And this past April, they launched their own lemonade hard seltzers in four delicious flavors, which are watermelon, peach, raspberry, and strawberry, all with the same antioxidant vitamin C. I've recently tried all of the uh, lemonade flavors, and I have to say the watermelon has made a very large impression on me, as well as the strawberry. It never hurts to add some antioxidants and vitamins into the mix. And with Vizy, you can enjoy refreshment now with antioxidant vitamin C. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than 1 gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizy is more exhilarating. Vizy Lemonade even has 0 grams of sugar per 12-ounce serving. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizy. To find out where you can go purchase Vizy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com washed. You must be 21 or older. I don't remember the year, nor would I really like to. It was a trademark long weekend and the entire crew was back in town to really relive the glory days. After a night of drinking salty dogs out of plastic cups, I found myself in a position that had become all too familiar that summer. Waking up on a friend's couch wearing clothes from the night before, and my phone plugged into a charger but the charger not actually plugged into the wall, and unfortunately my wallet was nowhere to be found. It was a Monday, Memorial Day to be exact, and the last three nights of drinking had finally caught up to my 24-year-old body. In the past, I've discussed the order of the most anxious nights of the year, and the list kind of goes as follows. It starts with those random holidays that only some people get off, President's Day, Columbus Day, whatever it may be. And then we have daylight savings time, when your internal clock shifts and you're either going to bed too late or waking up too early, but whatever it is, you hate it. Then you have Memorial Day, which, you know, we're close to. The kickoff of summer, but the cumulative hangover from three days of drinking, everything in sight. Then we have Super Bowl Sunday, where all bets are off, leaving you waking up on Monday feeling like you actually played in the Super Bowl because you beat yourself up so much. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, when you have Thursday to Sunday off and you feel like it's just a blessing, but your irresponsible actions actually turn it into a curse. We have Labor Day, the three-day weekend, end of summer that makes you dread the cold seasons approaching, and finally, the worst night of the year, the Sunday after New Year's Eve and the first work night of the year, which sometimes coincide and are the exact same thing. Today's episode obviously falls right into one of the days that I just mentioned. And it's time for a little personal check-in time. How's everyone doing today? Are you good? Here, I'll begin. I'm a little sunburned from getting too cocky when it came to my base tan at the pool. Frightened of what I'll see, I haven't checked my bank account in probably two weeks. Between a wedding weekend, scheduling a couple trips, and numerous dinners out, I'm hoping not to check it anytime soon either. And while I'm not violently hungover for the first Memorial Day weekend in recent memory, I find myself naturally exhausted just from life in general. So what I need you to do right now is take a deep breath in through your nose out through your mouth, repeat for as long as you can or until you think you may pass out, whichever one comes first. Maybe even shut your eyes and allow yourself to feel the situation you found yourself in. This isn't a meditation, but I just want you to feel like you're about to embark on one. That hangover that's been nagging you, it's not insurmountable. Yes, I know, I know. The mixed drinks probably caught up with you last night. It's time to grab a large bottled water from the gas station and use it as the first domino of my trademark hangover cure. Fill it with liquid IV and some Alka-Seltzer. Shake it up so everything's perfectly dissolved. Put four Advil liquid gels in your mouth and don't stop drinking that bottled water until everything's finished. While you may have drank so much that your hangover simply cannot be cured, fear not. I'm going to shoot you straight right now. The next few days, they they may be tough. At this age, our bodies aren't built to handle double-digit drinks on a pontoon boat anymore. Tomorrow, when you open up your laptop and see an entire page's worth of unread emails, you may even feel worse than you do right now but just keep drinking those waters. You're not just drinking them to cure your hangover, but you're drinking them to make up for all the ones you were too irresponsible not to mix in at the bars this past weekend. Skip the salad that you bought at Whole Foods in hopes of having a healthy meal. Survival is key, so you need to listen to your instincts. A takeout club sandwich or buffalo chicken wrap may help the cause, or that Thai place that always delivers 40 minutes after they say they're supposed to. It's physically impossible to turn a two-day hangover into a one-day hangover, but time will heal all wounds today, and by Thursday, you'll be ready to redo everything that you wish you could undo right now. If your debit card is still at the bar from the night before, I've got a simple task for you. Call the bank and just cancel it. They're pretty quick with the turnaround these days when it comes to sending a new card and you'll have one back in your wallet by happy hour on Friday, I promise. And that sunburn that I mentioned? Amazon Prime now some Aloe and willeta face cream. Do it now before everything starts peeling. Base tans like Rome weren't built in a day, so confronting this head-on makes all the difference. Oh, and definitely toss some SPF 50 spray so you don't make the same mistake this coming Saturday. If you're dreading work tomorrow because you turned off your work email around lunch on Thursday, don't worry, no one else really wants to go back to work either. Your superiors, the interns, your peers, they're lying to you if they say that they had a refreshing long week and are ready to get back at it. They just simply aren't. They hate their lives, too. They're just not showing it with third-degree burns on their shoulders. And tonight, when things really begin to derail in your mind, clean off your coffee table, light a Panic Room Sunday Scaries candle, turn on the most recent episode of whatever top five Netflix show you're watching, and bring that comforter to the couch. Because at the end of the day, every little thing is going to be all right. liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at Sunday Scaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.scaries, or you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at WillDeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.